Have a Listen is powered by Blue Microphones. From live streams and YouTube videos to podcasts and music recordings, Blue can help you achieve your ultimate goal to be heard. Trusted by content creators around the world, Blue Microphones are an essential piece of any streaming setup. Blue Microphones capture broadcast quality audio, helping you connect with your audience and build a successful stream. With user-friendly startup and setup, say goodbye to bad audio with professional sounding content powered by Blue. Now sit back and enjoy. Have a listen. Welcome to Have a Listen, the podcast. National Development Program, Cole Caulfield. Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. It's your boy, Gibby. It's your boy, Vinny. What's oh, going what's on, guys? On, guys? What's up? The end of that intro has never meant more than it does now. Why? Oh, the I thought you meant our <laughs> our like intro, not the actual intro. No. Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny that you're talking about that because uh, um, as soon as we like, as soon as the announcement came that Cole Caulfield signed. I was like, okay, this is uh, the ending's perfect. Like, especially yeah. this episode, it's perfect. See, perfect. I knew it. Fortune teller. Yeah, my shorts are not clean. <laughs> so listen, I apologize. I know. Listen, <laughs> Gibby had some emergency um, things to take care of last uh, week, but also mm-hmm. it is my fault because you know I kept pushing it and. We could have done it earlier, the podcast. So I want to apologize to the fans and to you guys because, you know, I need to be more responsible when it comes to podcasting. Don't apologize. I was too busy fixing my hair. It's not your fault. <laughs> so so do you accept it? I accept it for now. Okay. Thank you. Um, COVID. COVID. It wasn't your fault. COVID. You know what? Fuck COVID. I don't want to talk about it. Easter. Buena Pascua. I mean, what what's can your, we really talk what's about? What's your... What's your favorite thing about Easter? Uh, the thing that I'm not going to be able to fucking do. Yeah, family. See my family. Yeah. I thought Dude. you guys were going to say Cadbury eggs. Those. No, I don't. I'm not no, a big fan are... of those. I like no. the mini eggs. I like the mini eggs. No, better. yeah, the mini. That's what I meant. The Easter. Yeah, the mi- Dude. Yeah, the mini. Hard eggs shell. Hard okay. shell. <laughs> I crush those, are... those even not even when it's not Easter. No, put it, put them in a smoothie, man. Let's <laughs> go. Cool. So Amanda makes like a, like a mini egg, um, like cake, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what exactly it is. It's a fucking cake. But you can't tell the difference between a cake and a cupcake. I can't remember what she, <laughs> I can't remember what she does now. I'm fucking having a stroke or something. Um, a cupcake is a mini cake. It's a, no, it's a, it's a it's cake. A cake in a cup. In a cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no. Uh, she makes it. They're fire. It's good. That's it. That's all I got. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I love. I love mini eggs. Like I'll literally, I'll crush like a whole full bag, like Costco bag, and like. Okay, day. question: Have you guys ever been on like um, an Easter egg hunt as a kid? Yes. So my parents are foreign, and like they tried to do it, but they did a terrible job. Like yeah. they hit it. I've in, never like, done it. They hit it in like three spots and there was like 87 eggs in the three spots it's like and it was like real eggs and it's like hey <laughs> put those back in the fridge we're making them tomorrow it's, uh, my, you want scrambled <laughs> eggs yeah my parents were like you want a frittata okay yeah i've ne- i've never actually participated in an easter egg hunt never really you want- yeah okay gibby gibby look at me we got to do one for him. Yeah, we'll Can do you? one. We'll do Please? one. Please? We'll do one outdoors. Yeah, just outdoors. Do, like just, his, his Cadbury mini eggs. Yeah, his street. <laughs> we'll have it like fucking leading to the like main road. And then we'll kidnap him. Yeah. So, boys, <laughs> listen. Yeah. We took a week off, but guess what? The Habs took a week Are off. Are you under, so. is somebody under arrest right now? Yes, yeah, that, that my, you know what? I sleep with my window open. And like, no, it's, just... it's it's at that point where it's like no AC, no heat. Yeah, it's like window open season. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Sorry. So I I don't mind it. I don't live in the ghetto. It's just you know <laughs> domestics. Suburbia. So what were you saying? Sorry, suburbia is all <laughs> domestics. There you go. God damn it! Treat your wife better. Uh, <laughs> you made me lose it. Sorry, That's you were saying uh, we took a week off, but the Habs took a week off. Okay, so, so like it's only right we took a week off. Yeah, right. Planned. Not, not Bergie though. He worked hard. We'll get into that, but let's get into our news. Okay. So we'll start here. A Florida cenophile. Is that how you say it? Cenophile. I don't even know what that word is. Well, cinephile, he broke a Guinness World Record by seeing Avengers Endgame in movie theaters nearly 200 times. So I guess a cinephile is somebody who is obsessed with watching movies in the theaters. I don't know, bro. Google it. I don't know. Cinephile. That's what it says. Is his name George by any chance? Marvel George? (laughs) Are you guys impressed? Are you guys impressed by this? So he watched 200 it 200 times? times? 200 times. No, I'm not impressed. No, I'm not, not impressed. It's I think a that's world record, though. I mean, I'm not impressed. Good for him. No. I'm going to... No. I'm, I'm not impressed. I think I, this guy needs a girlfriend. I think he needs to go get a rub and tug. Anything else? But Do something know, whatever, productive. Whatever is, do something productive. I don't know. 200 like, I mean, you're, you're, times? Yeah, that's a lot. Of, that's... Dude, like, think about it. The movie's three hours long, 200 times. That's 600 hours. watched it at home. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He could have jerked off. That's to another thing. I, like, that's another I thing know. I miss because it's since COVID. Going to a movie theater, bro. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, I love it. I love going to a movie theater and just. Fucking, oh yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. yeah. Whoa. What do you do? Hey, Vinny Pell. Holy Sorry. show shit. us your hands, man. Had some, had You're one good, of those guys. Hey, eh? you book three good, seats. Make sure no one's around. <laughs> had some good times. I had some good times. Um, okay, this one you have to be impressed with. I'm sorry. A Croatian diver broke a Guinness World Record and his own personal record for holding his breath by 
remaining submerged for 24 minutes and 33 seconds on a single lungful of air. Fuck off. That's fucking crazy. That's impressive as hell. That's That's very impressive. That that is impressive. Awesome stuff. I knew it. Usually guys when like I come up and I get these things, I I never read like the full article, right? I'll just like take you know this one I read to to see like is there like like yeah, like what what do you mean? Like I'm trying to get like the full description here. But yeah, all it says is that one single lung full of air. <laughs> like, that's a lot, man. It doesn't make sense. He doesn't have COVID. No, that's a definite have, fact. Have yeah. we seen? I've seen people get choked in a movie, and they're dead <laughs> in five seconds. Yeah, but that so, could be because like crutch trachea and stuff, you know, like trauma. But yeah, um, <laughs> but what? still, uh. How long can you guys hold your breath for? Like roughly, like I don't know, I don't know. two, not even, maybe a minute and a half. Two minutes. Long, longest, longest. No, two minutes. Two and I'll be, I'll be dead. I did, so, I did two minutes. I can probably do a minute in fifteen seconds. Probably that's about it. I think I'll like after thirty-five seconds, I'll start panicking because I almost drowned. So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, yeah, yeah I, like I I like I think that's one of the big my biggest fears is like drowning and burning in a fire. Like how to die? Like I don't want to die. That it's those a, two. Ways. Yeah, it's the worst way to die. Yeah. Which one? Actually, yeah, I don't choose know. Choose one. Yeah. No, I think drowning is worse. No, I'd rather drown than burn. I don't know, man. I feel like you'd burn, and it'd be so hot. Like everything, like the pain would be numbing at, at yeah. one point. And I feel like. Like drowning, you're kind of like frantic. You're like shit, shit, shit. Like I don't know, I don't know, man. That's what I, I I'm with Gibby. That's right. how I let's, look at it. But both look let's fucking. Not, let's not both talk are about shit. That. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right, moving on. President Joe Biden will not throw the ceremonial first pitch on opening day at Nationals Park on Thursday. No shit, really. And he did not give a reason. Well, it's because his arms are like fucking <laughs> 89 twins. years old, man. <laughs> Fuck. <I don't> know. <laughs> Boys. Poor guy can't even walk on a plane properly. I know, Did man. You... <laughs> the guy couldn't even Stumbled walk. eight times. At least Donald did it. You know, it's not fake news. He did it. <laughs> Donnie. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's sad. But we knew this. Yeah, but you know we what? We knew he's this vac- about Biden. Yeah, but he's vaccinating a lot more Americans than than we're getting vaccinated in Canada. But maybe so. it's the maybe it's the vaccine. That's why he tripped. <laughs> Stumbling over. It's that god dang vaccine. He's like, I took the first one. <laughs> I can't walk. <laughs> I can't feel my legs. <laughs> I got I that know. arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> that arthritis. But, yeah. Uh, listen, if I was the president and I was that old and I tripped and it went viral, I would, you know, for a week just practice my pitches. And I'd be like, I'd go out there and throw the best fastball that I could throw. 
just to prove to the world, look, I still got the power. I got the power. <laughs> right? I, if I was that old, I wouldn't be president. I, I'd be Why playing not? golf. Because what the fuck do you want to do at that age? I want to play golf. Play golf. Yeah, but what do you think presidents do? Oh, I'm not that age and I want to play golf now. What the fuck? Did you see Trump? <laughs> All he did was play golf and tweet. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that I was his presidency. I know. But I, yeah. But at least he didn't get <laughs> he, paid for he it. Has, he has literally sh like shown old people that you can be president. <laughs> oh, he has. That's yeah. why Biden ran. He's like, holy shit. All this guy does is play golf and tweet. I can do that. Well, I can it. fucking do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> What is this malarkey? All right. We're getting into a serious topic here. Deshaun Watson. So multiple women have accused him of some sort of sexual misconduct. Would you? Yeah, sex. That's it. Sexual misconduct, not assault. It's like, did you hear the story? I've heard there has been multiple stories. Yeah. Um. I don't know too much about it, so I'm not going to touch that topic. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they didn't either because that was awkward. <laughs> we can't be serious on this podcast. It's impossible. <laughs> Forget it. So let me let me break down the story. So the allegations are like he likes massages. We okay. all do. So he went, but he went to like team massage therapists like people who like deal with professionals these to be professional massages okay now <laughs> he did this but he requested that he can only wear a towel during the massage and yeah so only a towel he did not want the sheet and then you know you know what happens. I mean, sometimes during a massage, maybe <laughs> you get a little excited. But he would get excited. That's not it. That's, moved, Jerry. You moved. I've, that's never happened to me. But yeah, continue. I'll be honest. You know, even myself, that's never happened to me either. Like, maybe we don't. Honestly, have the, maybe we guys, don't have the right therapists. <laughs> guys, even me. Like honestly, like every time I went for a massage, I was so relaxed. That thing wasn't moving. No, dude. Yeah, like I, just I fall was... asleep on the table. Yeah, bro. like fuck that. I don't know. But, how but obviously, this guy has something. <laughs> like yeah. he gets excited about this. But anyway, so what would happen is that like he would wear the towel, and then eventually he'd rip the towel off, and he'd say, you know, it's getting itchy. And then he'd tell oh, the masseuse man. to like kind of rub close to his, you know what? Ugh. And there's multiple reports on this. That's pathetic. I don't, I don't know if it's true. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to say yeah, I don't know. like he's a piece of Social shit. Media. I don't know if it's true. But I'm also not saying that it's false. Um, obviously, I am a f in full support of women coming out and talking about sexual, being sexually abused, being sexually assaulted. I think women should never be silent about it and should never be uncomfortable about it. Um Actually, it's funny that you're bringing this up. This uh, this past week, um, on at our house, um, my neighbor and fiance were walking, and obviously they didn't get like, like physically, like, but they got catcalled essentially, yeah. and uh, like it's it's just I don't I don't understand the purpose of a catcall and like making 
a woman uncomfortable, like sexually uncomfortable. Like I just don't understand why men do it. Like I don't know if there's some type of mental illness going on there, some type of something off in the brain, but I just I don't understand the purpose of it and I don't understand oh. why you make people feel guys little. are fucking guys no, are most of the time idiots. it has and guys, I'll be no, honest guys. with you um my wife like Linda she works at the VA and it mm -hmm. it has actually happened to her at the VA where veterans have cat called her or stared at her or even in a session been inappropriate towards yeah. her you know what I mean well, as I a young mm -hmm. uh practicing doctor that has happened. So it's, I mean, that's just, a whole it's different women discussion. Women everywhere, right? Like it's that's a whole different discussion. That like I mean, that would be for a different podcast, not a yeah. podcast. You guys want to have a good laugh though? I went running yesterday and I got catcalled by women in a freaking BMW. Okay, I while I was, was running. No, that was while just I was running. Long hair. Okay, relax. Okay. <laughs> no, but you know the 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 main thing here with Deshaun people Watson, people are ridiculous. that rattles me is that. Do you, like there are places you can go if you actually want to get one of those massages. That's disgusting, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Gross. which is which again? Have, like is the like... team masseuse or any type of professional go through that when there are places you can go to actually get that if that's what you want. Yeah. So. I think it's disgusting, and I do believe it. I mean, I, he hasn't really come out and said much about it, and it's been multiple, multiple women with the same exact story. So it's like, it's crazy. I think it's disgusting. It is. It's pathetic, man. It really is. Yeah, and sorry. I know this is a jokesters podcast, but, you know, sometimes there are some serious things that happen out there. But let's get into our Michael Phelps deep dive topic of the day. Splash. So today I wanted to talk about Patrick Lane. Good, check your mic. Yeah, no, it's back. I know. Okay. I Stop touching the cord. This cord is loose. Stop touching right. it. Make sure it's plugged all the way in. I was like my ex girlfriend, she was loose. Sorry. Wow. Um Patrick Lane <laughs> and his situation. So yes. obviously he's in the doghouse. He's struggling. We know the talent that this kind of player has. What is like? What do you guys see in Patrick Lane? Do you see? Do you see a successful future? What, like what's going on? Like, what? How would you assess this situation? Um. He's struggling, and he came out and said that he's uh, he's lost his confidence. That's huge. Like, that's huge. It's a big issue. Um, Columbus, man, where you uh, go to die. No. Much. Buffalo is where you go to die. <laughs> Fair enough. So it's like he's in um, purgatory right now. He's in purgatory. So yeah. maybe he's going to get traded for, like, Eichel or something, and that's where he's going to go to die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. No, but seriously, like, okay, if you were a GM, would you take a chance on Lane? Like, what do you see in this guy? Did, did, does he still have the potential to be a top scorer in the league? 
Yeah, I mean, you see it all the time with goal scorers, right? Uh, look at Max Patcher, a guy like Max Pacioretty. He would, he would go on like his little streaky goal uh, games where he'd get in like four games, he'd get five or six goals, and then disappears for three, four games, comes back another four or five goals. You know what I mean? Like, they're goal scorers are very streaky. Um, I personally wouldn't touch Line A. I'm not interested. His cap hit is too high. Like for the Habs, it just doesn't make sense. Um, but of course, if I was a GM in the NHL and the the cap made sense and um, the price wasn't over, like over the moon, of course, no doubt about it. It's just, it's crazy to me that in Columbus, the two guys that they acquired this year are already in trade rumors again. Like Max Domi and Patrick Laine are both rumored to be getting traded again like what the fuck <laughs> but what does that say it says that uh either the coach is an asshole and a piece of shit or they just can't find a home or the gm what does the gm have to do with it? i'm just well he's the, he's getting players right so yeah is he the problem yeah you can say it like that but yeah i think i would more lean to the coach as a piece of shit <laughs> yeah uh Vinny, opinion? Yeah, I think um, I think Torts, he's I hate to put down one of my fellow Italians, but he he just he seems to be really really one of those guys that manages, that micromanages, that puts down his players, that um, you know tries to manage by force, and it doesn't work that way. I don't think it doesn't work that way in the business world today. And I don't think it works that way in in sports, not with not with the younger group, right? It could have worked back then with Morris Richard when you know they, you know, Dick Irvin told him he's going to sit down and he smashed his freaking stick over the freaking wall in the Montreal Forum or whatever. But today players do not react that way. You you've got to talk to them to their level, and understand what they feel. And 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 it's it's more of a feeling game. It's more of an emotional game more than than anything else, right? And and tapping into those feelings. I, I really believe that. And I think Torts is a little bit of an old school guy, um, probably more of an old school guy than I'd like to admit. Um, I like him. He's entertaining. I really love his pressers. I think it's refreshing to hear him talk, um, you know, candidly instead of hearing the same crap that you hear from other coaches. But, yeah, I mean, he... If you have that many stars going through your lineup, and none of them are panning out. Like PLD is doing pretty good in Winnipeg. I don't know. Like at some point, you got to start asking yourself a question, look in the mirror, and say maybe it's me, right? So yeah, I think we're at the point now. You're you're, you're starting to see, you know, the turn of that old school mentality. I was just, just about to say that. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's not working. It's not working with this new generation. It's not. It's not the way to teach these young kids. And you see it with Calgary. Like, look, Calgary brought in, like, the oldest old-school coach you could bring in, and they have been struggling. And we'll talk about that in a bit. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, Tortorella could be the problem. At the same, at, at some point, though, too, I mean, you have to look at the player. And Alane is one of those guys where it's like, I mean, at one point he's not a hard worker. He's just a goal scorer. And sometimes those guys need to be put in the right position to succeed. So, you know, you see him. He's not he's not a guy who's in shape. 
He doesn't look like a guy who works hard. He's been in the news in the past for saying he likes to play video games and whatever, blah, blah, blah. So you see that. Do I think he's done? No. I do think that there is a right fit for him. But I think that this was probably the worst place he could have landed. 100% of all playing places. For that coach, playing for that coach in that market, I think that is probably the worst place he could have landed. Yeah. Could I can I be honest? Like as as a that's keeper manager, want. that's all you want. What? It's just want. honesty, Ben. Honesty, okay. Just fuck. Just uh, just just my take. But like as a people manager myself, like I manage the person. So if the person is someone that needs a little bit more coddling, you do it. If someone needs a little bit more to be left left behind and do their thing, you do it. Mm-hmm. You got to understand. It's not it's not a cookie cutter. You can't. You can't manage everyone the same. You just no. can't, right? So I think Lonnie, if you put him in a situation where the coach lets him be who he is, I think you get the best out of him. But if you're trying to control him, I'm not sure you're going to get the best out of him, especially not someone like Torts. Torts likes a guy that plays, you know, a certain way. And, you know, had he come to the Habs, you would have had the same thing from Julian, in my opinion. It's my humble opinion. Yeah, and I, I mean, don't. Sometimes you, you need to surround those types of players with the right guys, and mm-hmm. sometimes um, those types of, of players will push back against a coach like that who expects everybody to play the same. Where that's just not how it works. I mean, you have to find roles, you have to insulate players. I mean, that's that's coaching. Tortorella does not operate like that. He feels that every damn player needs to, you know, perform the same. They need to all do the same things. They all yeah. need to be grinders. They all need to be tough. They all need to work hard. That's how he's always operated. See, the thing, like, I like Torts. I think Torts is a good coach. Um, but for the new era, like for the Gen Z era, they're different. They're, like, they're, I don't want to say softer because I don't like that word. It's just they're, their approach is different. Like the way that they reciprocate things is different from us or even the el- like older older generations. Um, the whole hard ass like get your shit done, don't suck mentality is uh, it's 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 a dying breed. You see it with Babcock, you see it with Torts, you see it with a lot of coaches. Um, it's up to the coaches to adapt, and. It's also you're seeing like the new generation coaching, like the Ducharme, the Keefs, who look like they're coaches, but they're also like building a friendship almost with them, right? And Keefs, yeah. yeah. I'll and, I'll and, even go into um what's his name um coach of Tampa. Cooper. Uh, Cooper. Cooper. Cooper too. He was probably one of the first who was, you know, he's not an old guy. And mm-hmm. if you heard him speak and the way he coaches and everything, that was like probably the guy who broke the mold. And look at that team. I mean, they've been successful under him. Yeah. I mean, this, so, the, the, yeah. The thing, I wasn't really, I wasn't like fully done. So it, there's those coaches, but there's also the coaches that are, that are in that generation that have also adapted. Like you look at the Quenville, like Joel Quenville is of the older generation coaching. But he seems to be adapting to the new mentality, and he still has success. You don't hear too much about uh, about the coaches, uh, like the, his coaching, and you only hear positivity from him. So it's all about the the coach and adjusting to. It's just like Vin said earlier. It's it's about 
knowing your your uh, your audience and knowing who you got to appeal to and who you're coaching right and knowing what they like what they react positively to and what they react ne- negatively to yeah i think I, you're I, right i think you're right yeah I mean, i'm always even, right even old even no you're not even gen <laughs> even gen y i think you started to see it with, with millennials they didn't mm. want to be they didn't want to be coached that way either and i'm an old millennial and I still like I, I look at that if like a John Tortorella came to me and talked to me that way, I would tell him to go fuck himself. So yeah. like I could like we're not we're not those older players. We're not the, the, the mentality of the older players where you just take it. You know, you had your salary, you know, you wanted to stay in the NHL and that's it. These guys know their worth. They know that they could go out on the open market. They don't have to take this bullshit anymore. Right. So if you don't do it for them, that's fine. They'll go somewhere else. You know they'll do it somewhere else, and that's unfortunately. If Torts doesn't doesn't fix his coaching style, he's going to be out because I think deep down inside, he is a decent coach. I think he's a really good coach. You know, if he would get away from his fucking ego, and and try to change things, right? Yeah, that's right. again my opinion. All right, let's move. That's it for our deep dive topic that was of the heavy. day. That was real deep. Splash. Oh yeah, deep. Um, let's uh, run th- fast, guys. So, Flyers defenseman uh, Shane. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Shane Ghost is be here. Ghost. Um, he was placed on waivers but cleared. Thoughts? Surprised. Both ways. You guys like. <laughs> Just both paused. Um, the ghost man, he's fallen off. But man, this was a guy that we wanted to target. That could have been a hab at one point that we wanted to trade for. What happened? And I'm surprised nobody picked him up. I mean, he's got a, a 4.5 mil cap hit. Um, his defensive game over the last two years has been absolutely nowhere near what it was before and he can't even crack the lineup in philly right now but maybe he just needs to play with shea weber (laughs) no i i don't want to take that risk honestly (laughs) i really don't and i saw too many people on twitter saying let's uh let's pick him up every time there's a guy on fucking waivers everybody wants (laughs) to fucking pick him up i was that guy who's like hey maybe make it work burge I wanted to hear you guys. Like, what do you think? Like, why do you think he dropped off that way? Like, he was he was the shit. Like, Lewis a, is a frozen. Couple of years ago. Lewis, are you frozen? Yeah, Lewis is frozen. Um, he's sexy though. Look at that. That's the best picture. Look at him. Look at him. He's so hot. There you go. He's back. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that no, was he's amazing. Again. No, he's wow. good. He's good. He's good. Okay. Yes, he, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. You're good. Uh, so what were you saying? <laughs> I said the Buffalo Sabres matched the worst losing streak in NHL history at 18 games. Yeah. No, it's not a losing streak. It's a winless streak. Well, whatever. What's I mean, the difference? Winless, losing? Uh, losing in regulation. Winless is well, like you losing get the is you lose, lose, you lose. Lose is lose. Right? Yeah, I guess no. so. Okay, yeah. Uh, no. What do you mean no? What do you mean? If you lose in, if you lose in overtime, you, you didn't get a say, point. "Hey man, I winless this game." You I lost. How'd you guys do today? Uh, winless. <laughs> I winless because I got one point. <laughs> yeah, but according That's to it? you, those those points are coming hand in handy. <laughs> they are. 
they are. when you win, when you put some wins together. Yeah. Hey. Buffalo still sucks. Uh, yeah, that's rough, man. Uh, I think they're winning right now. Let me check the score. <laughs> For now. Yeah, they did blow a three-goal lead last time. Yeah. Those guys, man. I'm they're so winning 4-1, bro. So bad. Eight minutes that, left. That team is very sad, but let's run it through fast. Yeah, we're uh, – we're, this is Neighbors are the saves. They suck. Um, Edmonton Oilers, superstar, Connor McDavid, fined 5000 for elbowing Montreal Canadiens. It's very good, Kanyemi. What do you guys think? I think a penalty sufficed. I don't know. I think – I don't think yeah, a suspension. I didn't, I didn't think it was – yeah. I don't no. think a suspension was necessary. It's not a suspension. It's a – I didn't point. think anything of it, but – to each their own, five thousand dollars. I saw something stupid going around. My buddy just sent it to me. It's a GoFundMe account to help fucking run, uh, raise funds for the five thousand dollars. For McDavid. That's yeah, like, so are you stupid. fucking serious? Like, go fucking do a GoFundMe for something more useful. Who's running? Very important. Who's running it? I don't know. Um, what's her name? Uh... Oh come on! Don't say it. The Jenner, <laughs> Kylie Jenner. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Okay, but yeah, what did you think though? Did you think it was dirty? That was a little dirty, but I mean, you see that in hockey all the yeah, time. Yeah, frustration. It was frustration. Yeah. Okay. Um, and end with this: the Vancouver Canucks uh, goaltender. This is your boy, Gibby uh, Thatcher Demko. That's my guy. Twenty-five mil. That's my guy, man. Extension. Mm-hmm. Five year, twenty-five mil. Good for him. He's a good goalie. He's he's um. He's gonna have a good future, good career for him. I uh, I like him. I think uh, he'll be good, but um, you know, fucking Vancouver needs to pick it up. Hey, actually, since way, since hey. she since he's been playing better, they've been playing better. Hey, it's the fucking way she goes. It's the fucking way she goes. Sometimes she goes. she goes. Sometimes she doesn't. It's the fucking way she goes. Song of the day today. It's uh, by Akon. It's uh, sorry, blame it on me, because I feel like last week was my fault. So, for you guys. As life goes on, I'm starting to learn more and more about responsibility. And I realize that everything I do is affecting the people around me. So I want to take this time out to apologize for things that I've done, and things that haven't occurred yet, and things that they don't want to take responsibility for. Sorry for the times that I left you home. I was on the road. So, um, 
Metabolism is now sponsored by Manscaped, a man's professional grooming kit specialized for a man's junk. With the quarantine happening, we all know there's no need for man grooming. Until now. Manscaped offers quality grooming for all man's needs, from the lawnmower clippers, anti-ball chafing cream, to many more premium products. Visit manscaped.com to grab all your needed gear, and at checkout, simply just enter Habilisten for a discount. Don't be a grower, be a shower. Your balls will thank you. What were you saying? <laughs> um, so, dude. So, in <laughs> the reason why I know so much Akon is Akon, when I went to Cuba, um, the resort would play, I guess, Freedom just came out, like the Akon album, and it was on repeat for seven days straight so i just i awesome. know i know all the he's a, he that album was pretty good free i like akon yeah he's good anyway i hope anyway. you uh accept my apology you guys and the fans yeah put the blame on you um <laughs> today's topics let's get into it boys uh but hey as they say in hockey let's do that hockey so let's start here with eric stall i mean listen it's not 2006 eric stall who played for Carolina, but nonetheless, still Eric Stahl. Uh, how do you guys feel about the deal? Vinny? Okay, so I'm an old guy. I remember Stahl when he was really, really, really good, especially with Carolina. I thought, I mean, I'm excited about it. I mean, I'm looking at this team. I'm looking at Perry. I'm looking at Frolik. I'm looking at Stahl. And I'm like, shit, this is a team I would have loved in 2008, 2009, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's so it's so fun to see that today because I think these guys still have game in them, all right? And and look, I mean, look at Corey Perry. He's almost 40 years old. The guy is playing like a fucking champ. Like, you put him in situations where you know he's going to – He's going to put his all in there and he does it every shift. So I'm looking at stall the same way, put stall in a situation where he's out in Buffalo. First of all, thank God he's out in Buffalo. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Lewis. Um, you know, he's with a team it's that okay. has he a chance. Play football, so it's fine. I know. I know. I just, I don't want to make fun of the city, but he he's not there. He He's playing and he gets to play for a team that has technically a chance to go you know, to deep in the, in the playoffs. And I think he's going to bring his game. He's got a veteran presence. Um, that means something today. I don't care what anybody says, you know, oh, veteran presence is in mind. We just need, you know, youth and skill. Youth is good. Skill is great. You need it, but you need someone that's going to come in and be able to settle the boys down and tell them, look, this is what's going to happen at this point. Get ready for that. This is what, what we're expecting to see. And, you know, as someone that I, again, I say to myself that I would be one of those veterans in that room. That's what I would bring. I would bring that type of, that, that, that type of, um, of, uh, insight and to, and, and explain to them that, Hey, this is what's going to happen guys. And I think that means something. I really, really, really do. And I'm excited to see stall in there and you see other guys in the NHL. I'm not just talking about the Canadians. Look at, look at Wayne Simmons, look at Thornton, uh, with the Leafs. These are guys who are doing the exact same thing. 
right? So, you know, kudos to the older guys that are coming in and doing a great job of insulating the, the younger guys and teaching them as well. So I'm very excited about Stahl. That's good. Good point. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, for me, Stahl, um, obviously, whatever Vinny said, he brings that for sure. Um, but also, I feel like it'll help alleviate the minutes on a guy like Dino, um, in terms of key faceoff wins. And, um, it'll also, it gives more options, um, for the Habs. Like obviously there's trade targets that are, there's trade rumors going around, like with guys like Lekkanen and Byron, of course. Um, and even Armia. So like that, you can have a guy like Evans slot over to the wing if he needs to, because obviously, I mean, Evans is still young. He has hit a little bit of a a speed bump in his uh, in his career, um, in his uh, first rookie full NHL season. Um, so it gives a guy like Eric Stahl the ability to slot in there and have Evans even have a rest or even slot over to the wing. Um, gives him an opportunity, should there be an injury to one of the top three centers like Dano, Kotkaniemi, or Suzuki, gives him an opportunity to slot in in the top nine. Um, he's, he's like the utility, he, he, he's like a utility signing, um, or sorry, a utility, uh, acquisition. Um, I like it a lot. I think he brings some veteran presence, obviously, like Vinny said. Um, and he, he, I don't know if you guys saw his zoom meeting, uh, when the day after yeah, I watched it. <clears throat> yeah. he's like, he, he's not like, he's in the mentality, like, yeah, I'm here to help out where I can, but he's also in the mentality, like, I'm not here to just play fourth line like i'm here to earn minutes i'm here to play hard i'm here to work hard like he's still a competitor and like you love to see it and it, it's it's yeah. honestly we love Corey perry i think eric stall is gonna be better i think it's gonna be a right. better acquisition and he, and he so, waved he waved his no trade to come here yeah yeah which and is start- you know, something in the past that you know a lot of Habs fans a lot of people said like people don't want to come here well Eric Stahl wanted to come here. So he waived his no trade to come here. I think that's a pretty big deal. I look at Eric Stahl like he's very similar. I won't like in stature, of course, to like Kotkaniemi. I feel like they can be similar types of centers the way they play. So I think it will be a good thing for him, especially. Like I think that he can really pick his brain and learn from him. And he said like, he was going to do that. He said, I can't wait to pick yeah, his brain. Yeah, and I think that's great for him. And you know, for for me, I, I disagree with Gibby in the sense that I don't think, like, I really think that this means Evans, we're not going to see much of Evans anymore. Hmm. Like, that's no, and I, which is which is fine. Like, it's yeah, either, like, I'm I just don't saying see the Evans even coming on the wing. I feel like we have too many guys who can play that yeah. position. I feel like that stall is going to take over that fourth spot and will be used situationally throughout the lineup, like in whatever, certain face-offs and maybe in the third line here and there. That, I think, at a power play, that's a guy who can be effective on the power Big play, body, too. Yeah. I think it's a really good signing. I mean, for what we gave up, what, a third and a fifth from the other teams? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we still we still kept our ours, actually. They were our third and fifth, and we kept the better ones, the lower ones, yeah. for ourselves. So that's mm-hmm. a great. I mean, I mean, for him to pull this is good. And like Gibby said, I did agree with that, which was, you know, we need to have that depth. Imagine if one of those guys go down. Yeah. Right. We had that scare this week. Imagine Kotkaniemi was the guy. Yeah. Right? Like yesterday, so, Kotkaniemi, that, that hit could have been He could have worn down. 
right? Any, yeah, anything, right? So down. you need that depth at center, and I feel yeah. like that's the one thing we were lacking, even though, I mean, this is, like I said, not Eric Stahl from the past. No. This is, you know, but to be honest, a lot of these, like recently especially, the, the older guys ha- who have come have performed here. Kovalchuk is a guy, right? Look at Perry, now Stahl. But yeah. here's a list of some other guys. Well, Vanek, when he came, was good. Salmon, no good. Parento, no good. <laughs> Briere, no good. Gonchar, no good. Strite, no good. Hemschke, no good. Right? Strite, like, the first time was good, though. The first time. But I'm talking when they came Strite, back at, yeah. at, like, closer to the end of their career, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I feel like lately we've been doing that. <laughs> it sucks. We have to get these guys by the, you know, when they're almost done. But I, I do think that this is going to work out good for the Habs. I, I really feel good about this. Yeah. Well, Lewis, to be on, to be honest, I don't, I don't think this is the tail end of their career. I think they have a couple of years left. You know, like Kovalchuk maybe had a year left, let's say, right? He did, but I think these guys have a couple of years left. These guys are conditioning so well. Uh, look at what happened with, um, with our big boy Chara, right? Even, okay, what's the difference between one or two? you know if you're still, still perform- no, at no, the but, end yeah but if you're still performing and you're still able to contribute in that top you know six let's say in if you're a forward hey man that makes that makes a big difference right i mean you have you have all that experience behind you you're putting your body in front of the net you're you're being physical you're going into their corners like for leak it was funny i, I was watching the game mission it was good but i expected that no 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 wait he didn't look really? good but he wanted to hold on he went in the corner. He went in the corners. Sixty-seven going into the corners. I'd never seen that before. Yeah, you so never see I was, I'll be honest. I think his right. first shift. I think he got pushed into the boards face first, like one of his first shifts. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, honestly, man. I don't think he was that bad. And I actually, he really complimented that fourth line. Like, Perry, I'm not saying he was bad. I'm just saying, like, yeah, you didn't expect, expect him, him to, to tear it up. But, dude, honestly, like going back to Stall, like he's not like he's older. Yes, but. Last year he put up 19 goals in 60 something games. Um, that's that's big. The year, the that's year big before he put up something points. Yeah, yeah the year before he put up 22 goals, I think it was, and then the year before that in 2017, 2018, I think he was like almost at a point per game. So like, like yeah, you see yeah, the like regression. Situation he can be affected. Yeah, he still is like he's dude as a bottom six player for a rental. Yeah. Fuck if if like if you dude, get you, him and in you the know playoffs he's gonna score in the playoffs. That's the step that now, we need. If right? we were signing him to be our second line center, okay, then there's a problem. But but it's there's not. a big this problem. This is just yeah. this is yeah. just um, depth, and I think it's a good signing. Now moving on to something that could be better, Cole Caulfield. He got signed. He got it. I mean, unfortunately, his team fell short. Didn't you know? His, his college career. His his college career kind of. You know, didn't end like he wanted, and I'm yeah. sure a lot of fans of those teams didn't want. But now he's here. So, what do you guys see in his future? If you are looking at the crystal ball right now, what do you see? Cole Caulfield will be a consistent 30 goal scorer. That's how I see it. In the AHL, no. ECHL, Fuck or NHL. No. <laughs> in the NHL, he's gonna play in the AHL. Um. Depending how he does in the AHL, he'll get an opportunity in the in the NHL if there's an injury, if there's whatever. Um, okay, hold on. Stop. Let me stop you there. Okay. Do you think he gets a look this year, no matter what? No. I don't think he does. I do. I think I do. it depends on how he does in the AHL. Okay. 
and I do I do think he should get a look just because we have guys like Anderson, um, we have guys like Suzuki, um, Drew, and a lot of guys are not scoring goals. Like, yeah, they're getting points and this and that, but they're not scoring. Um, and you need you need that guy to just to look at and that you can trust in the final two minutes. If you need a goal, you need that guy. Right now, the only guy that I can really think of that is doing that is Brendan Gallagher. Um, what a goal and Toffoli, and Toffoli, but Toffoli's injured, And Jeff right? Petrie. And Jeff Petrie. <laughs> yeah. My name is Jeff. Um, but I don't think he's going to get a look until we see him at the AHL level. Okay, so I think he's, he's going to get a look because someone's going to get injured, 100%. Well, that's that's a terrible way to look at it. Because it, it, I know, <laughs> yeah, someone's I, um, gonna get hurt. They're gonna break a leg, and Cole he, Caulfield's he, coming. He's gonna, he, you know what? But it always happens with the Habs. Every time you need somebody to to step up, they get injured, and that's that's the way it is. It's been like that since fucking twenty fifteen. I th- I remember, right? So I, okay, I'm being a cynical person here, but I I still think that he gets a look at some point this year. He should anyway, regardless of how he does. Regardless. Because you know what, the AHL is still going to kill it. I think he's going to kill it in the AHL. No, you know, I'm 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 leaning on that side as well. I do think that he'll get a look. You know, especially if we have clinched. Let's say we we got our spot. You know, we get to that point, maybe the last game of the year or whatever, and like you know, we there's no where to move up and down. I do think that he might get a look. I do. I do. I, I think, do think he will. I don't think so. I think if we're clinched, I don't think he gets a look. Dude, you're gonna you're gonna burn and, his and, you're gonna burn um, his ELC his first year. I, and I'm not going back on my stance uh, of I'm not going back on my stance of that. I do not think that he is going to perform in in the AHL. I don't. I really don't. I, I mean, it's I, a tough league, man. It is a tough league for for smaller guys. Like this is not the NHL. Like it's not a finesse type of game down there. It's more rough and rugged. I do worry for him. I do think that you know down there you really need to be careful how you play. It's, yeah, but college hockey not, is pretty. College hockey too. Yeah, it's not don't sleep finesse, on college hockey. College hockey has a lot not, of. It, trust me, man. Dude, did, have you seen? Did you there, see Caulfield like got beat the fuck up? But yeah, but 35 year olds, are, olds down there. Yeah, but they're the fucking slow as fuck. They're like no, me. Fuck. They're on the ice. They're molasses. Fuck. There's 35 year olds in the AHL that all they do is goon it. Yeah, but they're not really not too much anymore. But in the NCAA, dude, Caulfield got a beating and a half all all year. It's it's different, man. Look, he's five. Is a rugged. You know what? I say five foot seven. He's gonna fucking kill it in the AHL. I don't know, man. I've seen I've seen quite a bit of AHL games this year. It doesn't look. Like yeah, it's it's definitely physical for sure, hundred percent. It's a physical it's a physical league, but I don't think it's what like Michael Blunden type days. No, like, it's not like that no, anymore. No. no, like and no, I know that's I'm your not, boy. I'm not but... saying that, but it's still different. The game is a little bit slower. It's not as finesse, and it is a little bit more rugged. And I do feel like there are certain players in that league that you know they will go after a young, smaller guy. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not saying that he's going to get killed down there. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I I don't expect much production. I don't expect the same type of production that we've seen in college from him. That's that's what I'm trying to say. So, like, you know, what would warrant a, a, a call-up, right? Yeah. It would well, be if he lights it up. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I don't think it'll – I think – it depends who his line mates are, honestly. I really want to see him with Paling because Paling has been 
destroying it in the AHL lately. Um, Ever since I said that he would get called up. <laughs> no, it was actually or it was actually the week the week before he's been yeah he's been tearing it up, and he looks really good. Um, even Yolanin looks. But, but um, Yolonen, sorry. have a bunch of en- injuries. Eh? Like y- Yolonen went down. Yeah, he just went down. There was uh, another one. My sack. Your sack I went call down. Him my sack, even though he's Meshack, but I call him my sack. Yeah. <laughs> Jan. Jan Masak. Yeah, no, they got they got pretty injured over the weekend. So, but I mean, that's an opportunity for Cole to step in. But I don't know, man. Like, it's tough. I I really. I don't know what to expect from him from the AHL. I don't, man. I, I, I'm sorry, guys. This is how I feel on on that league. I'm not trying to say it's a shit league. I just for that type of player, I like. I really hurt, hope that this does not hurt his confidence. I mean, and this is hurt. why he fell in the draft, right? Was his size? It's a valid point. His yeah. his size was yeah, a big people thing. People like was, me. He was people like me. Not. No. Yeah. He was. He was projected to go top five at one point. And then he dropped because a lot of people were saying, mm, I don't know, his size, his size, his size. But you see a guy like Debrinket, same fucking thing. He's an American player. Good, um, good yeah, good comparison. He's a small kid, and now he's putting up numbers. All He's scoring on he's scoring on a fucking tear. Who was like, the other? Uh, uh, Johnny Goudreau, too. Johnny Goudreau, player. yeah. he He's kind of up and down. But Debrinket, past two years, has been steady. Like, very, very steady. And, yeah, he plays with Taves and this and that, but... At the end of the day, if you give a guy a good line mates, it doesn't matter. He's got to put the puck in the net. And the thing is with Caulfield, like, I'm just – his shot, I haven't seen a shot like that in years. And I honestly can say I have not seen a prospect or been so excited for a prospect like I am with Caulfield. Like, he's just – Luke Robitaille. He's like Luke Robitaille to me when he shoots the puck. Like, he's, like, he, like Mike Camilleri. He's got a special touch. He does. He, he's just, he's got something. I mean, look, the NCWA, they have really, really good prospects coming up. Matthew Boldy. Did you Boldy. see the NCWA? Yeah, I did. <laughs> NCAA. Did you see that? Bit? Yeah, I did. Whatever. Get oh, over yo, it. What is that? Wrestling or is this fucking? <laughs> Whatever. I was talking wrestling yesterday in another yeah, podcast. Yeah, on your so. podcast. Yeah. I mean, you got you got Matthew Boldy, Boston College, Minnesota Wild. Cole Caulfield is number two up on on the best player list. You have David Ferentz, Drew Hellison. I mean, Boston College and Wisconsin—they're pumping out freaking players like like crazy. And you know what? We used to think that all the best players used to come from Canada. You know, it used to come from Canada. Not so much anymore, man. I'm looking yeah, at these but American everybody players. you named is not hasn't turned into a great player yet. So they will. No, he's they just naming will. players that are. I'm playing players like that Boldy. Still, Boldy's projected to do really well. Wait, like, but, but we're talking projected. So when we say that best, okay, but I'm just, I'm just those telling. Are proven guys. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I honestly, there's certain players that Patrolling. I trolling. There's certain players that I look at that I would prefer um, over guys like in like juniors and stuff. Like I think the NCAA sometimes is like they're bigger boys, like. Even like playing baseball, um, like comparing Canadian kids to like uh, American kids. Like when I went to the States and I was like 12 years old, like we were like 90 pounds. Like these fucking kids like were like massive at like 12 years old, like hitting bombs at 12 years old. So it's like the NCAA has a lot of big boys like and like, yeah, like obviously it's not comparable to the like the AHL and stuff. Right. But 
like because it's the men yeah, and the, the HL kids has and bigger stuff. Boys. But like it's yeah. still like it's still a league that has some bump and grind, and like the kids are bigger boys. Like they're all coming up. Well, well we spoke but, about this in the past. These these college kids they do focus on more gym work. Like they 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 work out a lot more. Yeah, they, they do a lot of gym work compared to the OHL or CHL, like, yeah. like the players who are coming from those types of leagues, these guys do a lot more gym work. That's why they're a lot bigger, stronger. And yeah, I, I get that. But still, the AHL is different. These are men. Like a lot yeah, of these no, guys 100%. Are NHL rejects who, you know, are just down there to collect a paycheck. That's the only difference. That's that's my thing. You're welcome, Jenny. Um, moving on here. So the Habs are fighting the cap, man, with, with Stahl coming in. and Spend to the cap, though. I mean, that's what, that's what we want, right? Yeah, but I mean, we got guys on COVID. We got like all cut. Like there, there's moves that need to be made for for them to make this work. What do you guys see playing out here in the next week or couple of weeks? Or yeah, days it's April twelfth. Something's got to give. April twelfth, I think. Yeah, is something's got to give. Something's got to so give, especially when these guys away. are coming out. I'm going to trade Lekin in for two dumbbell and uh, one uh, squat machine. Let's see. Um. <laughs> so I see a guy like Lekin getting <laughs> traded. Guys could laugh at least. No, I did. I was tricking it. I was waiting for one of you guys to speak. You guys fucked it all up. <laughs> um, I could see Lekkinen getting traded. Um, he's an RFA, still under. He's still under team control. He's on a fair cap hit. Um, and I mean, he just doesn't. He doesn't fit in our squad right now. So get some value for him. Clear up some cap. I see a guy like. I, I honestly I don't really see anybody maybe Mete I don't really see anybody else getting traded honestly like Armia you can trade Armia but yeah like he's a rental like do you really want to if if I mean I would trade him because he's fucking been very inconsistent but um I could see Lekin hey, getting what... sorry sorry go ahead you know no. what bothers me about Armia I love the freaking kid he's great he's this guy has everything He's got everything. I mean, just play the same way every game. Is it too hard to ask? So yeah. I've I've seen a lot of um, questions about Armia or Lekkonen. Who would you choose, especially in a playoff series? Like, who do you prefer? Who do you prefer, Vin? Lekkonen. You prefer Lekkonen? I think yeah. yeah he, I think Lekkonen is a good um, playoff player. Like he's, he's, a responsible he's, he's what you look, I always go back to the Boston, uh, three that, uh, help win them the Stanley cup in the bottom. I still don't look up who the fuck it is. And I don't remember, um, like Stewart, um, Kelly and somebody else. Some, yeah. Some one or the other. Um, and I see Lekkonen being that guy, like, a, like, uh, you, you see the, the potential in him scoring, right? It's just, we're still looking for it. And maybe in playoffs he can, he can perform. He last, he uh, yesterday. He, yeah, he scored yesterday. That line looked fantastic. It looked really good. That was and that was record, a really good that line. That line looked really good. Really good. Really good. I love that line. Um but yeah, I see Lekkonen and I see Mete possibly going. Um I don't see everybody's talking about trading Byron. I don't see Byron getting traded at the deadline. I see Byron as an off-season move and I see Byron as an off-season move to a team like Seattle, um possibly giving them like a second or something for just to take Byron in the uh, the expansion draft. The the only issue with Mete, I think, is that like it, the problem is his cap space, right? And Mete is nothing, so I feel like Mete has been playing pretty well lately. So I mean, 
for us to get rid of him does nothing really. No, I'm saying like in terms of trade bait, like we can obviously clear cap. Cap. We can obviously clear. Oh my god, we can obviously clear cap. Like if we trade like a Byron, uh, a Lekkonen, yeah, right? We need to. That's the guys we need to target. Is is Byron's Lekkonen's, um Armias like. But nobody's gonna take Byron. Tatar, even Tatar is a guy. Byron, you know what? He played a good game last game, though. Yeah, like, he played well. Did. Listen, everybody was like, that "Someone's every, going." Yeah, every, it can't. You can't, and especially if you got to create space for Stall and um, if Caulfield ends up coming up, you got to create space. You can't have all these guys. But I, I think the odd man out is Armia. I, I Lekkonen, man, he's a good player. People the don't coach appreciate. Doesn't him. like him though. Who? <laughs> Lekkonen. Coach. Yeah, yeah well, the coach, like, for some reason, the coach does not like, like I don't know. Fucking most people that meet me don't like me, but they still put me in spots. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's like, look, Lekkonen's a good, he's a, he's a good 200-foot player. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I feel like put him in the right situation. He's going to do well. He's not going to score you, you know, 20 goals a year, but he's going to he's gonna be an honest player. You need that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I get it. Armia man. takes shifts off. Listen, you know, I, I think what the what what the the conflict is is that you know people like what Armia can show, like you know his bursts of skill. It's and hard to get off the puck. He, Yeah, he looks like a beast sometimes. When he is on, he is better than Lekkonen. But when oh, yeah. he's off, it's he's, the consistency he sucks. though. But yeah. Lekkonen is just Lekkonen all the time. The only thing he doesn't have Good is stick that that potential. Of what Armia can, you know, what I mean, what Armia shows, like Lekkonen has never showed that. That's the difference. like the offensive side. Yeah, just yeah. that one season. And where the power, and the power. Right? I mean, the power, yeah. the control. Like, I mean, Armia at his best is better than Lekkonen, but consistently he's not. So, it's like, it's like so Jen, choose what Jen. you want. Do you want like, somebody who can burst out and give you that? Sometimes that's what you need in the playoffs, or do you want somebody who's going to be consistent? Yeah. I mean, it's like Jenny said, Lekkonen is better, uh, more consistent, but sadly, he's the best trade bait. I mean, and... it makes more sense to trade him over Armia. Yeah. Armia's uh, coming off the books next year. You essentially replace Armia with Caulfield next year, right? So, like, we have the replacement in the system. Um, Armia has more trade value because, obviously, like I said before, is he's sure. still under team control, and his cap hit is minuscule to compared to another guy like Byron, right? So that's how I look at it. Okay. Um, let's, you know what? We're, we're kind of going a little long here, but let's get yeah. into our hot takes. Review and new, boys. Looking for some hot stuff, baby, this evening. I need some hot stuff, baby, tonight. Gibby, I hope you can... <laughs> Blow the, the cobwebs and blow the dust off of those hot takes and tell us how terrible we did. Um, okay. So our Montreal hot takes. Um, my first, so I'll go with mine. My first one was Druin will lead the team in points. Right now, I believe, obviously, uh, I believe he's third or fourth in points in on the team. So not That's too bad. off. Um, I said Weber will be top five D-men in power play goals. Um, I believe he's fourth in power play goals, I last I checked. And then my third one was Jake Allen will lead the league in shutouts. So, you know, I mean, you know, it's not the way she goes Close. there. Um, Vinny, Vinny 
said Corey Perry will score 15 goals. Corey Perry right now has five goals. He's on pace for eight or so. Um, but, dude, honestly, that's a pretty good one. Like, I, that's a good one. Um, you said Druen has career points. Right now he's at uh, 21 or 22 points. He's at – his 53 points is his highest, so – Cutting it well, tight there. Is, uh, yeah, but you have to look at um, look at the yeah, game ratio. Yeah, you have to yeah look point at, per um, game. Prorated. Yeah, not point per game. Yeah, prorated. So yeah, what it's would prorated. That be right now? Oh, I didn't do the math there, guys. Okay, okay, fine. Um, and then the third one is Mete gets traded. TBD for that one. Um, All right. Lewis, you said uh, Joel Edmondson will be the defensive leader in points. Obviously, Petrie is. But I meant. I meant plus plus minus. minus. There you I go. See. He's leading, and he's leading the fucking league in plus see, minus. That's the thing, guys. So, so like I said, I think you just made an error on your part. So yeah, my listening was terrible. Off, so. My listening was <laughs> off. Um, you said uh, Kotkaniemi was going to be the points leader for centers. Uh, Suzuki's leading. Um, okay, it's close though. Um, and you said Jake Allen will stink. He is a nine two two save percentage, two point eight. 2.28 goals against average. That's pretty that's pretty shit. <laughs> that's fucking fantastic. That's really good. <laughs> okay. It's no All it's right. no anti Niemi. They're hot take they're hot takes. Yeah, of course. Reason. They're hot okay. takes for a reason. Um do you guys want to go for the we'll do one Habs yeah. one and one league one. So I'll review the uh the so I said Lafreniere finishes you know top. Which one you're gonna do you're gonna do you know I know what you're gonna do for me. What? I know which one you're gonna say. Go ahead. Okay. No, I'll do no. We'll give one new hot take for Montreal. One new oh. hot take for the league. Oh, I'm gonna okay. review this quick. So Lafreniere finishes top ten in scoring. He has fucking eight points. No chance. Um, I said PLD will be traded at trade deadline. Got traded a little early. So ting. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. I said league will see no COVID cases. Wow. Um, Vinny, you said <laughs> Anaheim will win the cup. They're currently bottom three in the league. <laughs> Uh, you said Joe Thornton will have 20 goals. He has three goals. Um, you said Simmons will have 15 goals. He has five or no six. And then you, <laughs> Lewis, you said Chicago Blackhawks will Chicago Blackhawks. Oh my God. Blackhawks <laughs> will make the playoffs and they're currently sitting uh, in a playoff spot, I believe. Oh, um, let's go, baby. You said the Habs and Leafs will make, make a significant trade. TVD. <laughs> yeah. And then you said Connor McDavid <laughs> will have a bust season. Connor McDavid is having a historical season. The guy's almost at fucking two points per game. <laughs> the guy looks like me in fucking uh, online fucking NHL right now. Just Whatever. putting up 17 points a game. <laughs> I know. I saw. But he struggles against Montreal, so. To ting for us. Uh, so new yeah, new hot takes, boys. What do you got? Go ahead. Um, the second half of the season, Carey Price will finish with four shutouts on the season. Well, on the second half. Um, and then in the NHL, Line A will get traded to a contender contender at deadline okay and he will lead the lead the league in scoring in goal scored okay me i'll say so a league one 
Yeah. Montreal will win the division. Ooh. That's a big one. That's the big one. Hot. And league. Hmm. I'll say <laughs> I'm not going to touch Connor McDavid here. No. McDavid <laughs> has a bust season. <laughs> McDavid goes pointless in the next 15 goes... games. <laughs> I was thinking about it. No goals. And the <laughs> In the last 28 games, no. Um, oh, this is tough. I didn't think about it. Um, we'll say hot take. Okay, you know what? I'm going to stick with Chicago. Chicago wins the division, too. So, division winnings, both. Okay. Vinny. All right, so for the Habs, shit. I'm going to say that Durant is still going to have a career year as far as points. I'm still going to say that. TBD, right? Sure. Rated. Sure. Okay. Okay. I think league-wide, I think either Max Domi or P.K. Subban is going to be traded to Toronto. And if Max Domi gets traded to Toronto, he's going to perform lights out. Okay. Chicago's not going to win the division. I just No, you said they were checked. in a playoff spot. You said they were going to be in a playoff spot. No, but I said th- this one, I said they'll win oh, the division. Yeah. yeah. They're not even in a playoff spot. And they got 39 points and Tampa's got 50. So, you know, sometimes right. you got to do your homework. Last I did those. I did the updates last week. So, you know, that's what happens. They're only no, they're tied. They're in a playoff spot right now. They're yeah. tied, allegedly. Yeah. Okay, it's Gibby live read time. Hey, How a Listen is a proud content provider to the Dean Blundell Network. The Dean Blundell Network has loads of great content, from daily articles to awesome pod to awesome great podcasts. For all your content <laughs> needs, visit www.deanblundell.com. <laughs> you killed me. You almost killed me there. Why? All right, boys. No, because you made the error. Yeah. You know. Okay, guys. Time for Let's Have Some Fun. Okay, guys. This is the top three edition. We're going to all give top threes. So okay. let's start here. Top three movie characters. Um, Vinny. Vinny, go first because you're a movie guy. Your voice is gone. <laughs> Don't make me go first. Okay, there you go. I there was you on go, mute. Man. Sorry, guys. Um, Freak. Top movie characters. Top oh movie characters. That's tough, Lou. Like that's a tough one, man. Because there's so many. There's so many movies, bro. Well, then just choose one. If there's. So what do you many. mean? There's so okay, many. What genre? Give me a genre. Anything. Just top three. Come on. Think of your favorite I movies and I, your favorite characters. That's like asking me what ball I like more. You know, I like them both. You know, it's like, come on. Which testicle do I like more? I don't know. Give me a genre. Seriously, you got You got Just top comedy. Three. Top three. Oh my god. Okay. Uh shit. Uh, oh my god. 
Yeah, this is tough. Okay, so Heath Ledger's <laughs> Joker. Okay, there you That's go. That's a good See, one. Now you're thinking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, oh, my God. Dude, this is killing me because there's just so many. Uh, <laughs> Gibby, do you got one? Uh, the Heath Ledger one I definitely agree with. Um, Kevin from Home Alone. Yes. Uh, trying to think like comedy now. I'm trying to think of a character comedy. Oh, McLovin from fucking uh, <laughs> Superbad. Come on, those are really your top three movie Dude, characters. Dude, you're putting us on the spot. Like, give us a genre. Point. Give us a genre. Like, give us. Okay, a fine. Fucking... Top three movies then. Top three but... movies. Top three movies. Oh, okay. It's a little bit better. Okay. Actually, okay. Yeah, top three movies. Fine. Okay, go. Okay, again. go. Go give. Okay, so start? for me, top three movies. Um. I got Step Brothers is my all-time favorite um, comedy for sure. Uh, fuck, now I'm drawing a blank. There it goes. There it goes. I had two. I had two. Um, fuck. Uh, Vin, can you give me one? Like, give one. Give one. The, the Goodfellas. Okay, Praise. Goodfellas. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> There you go. Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile. Another there you good go. Movie. You see, okay, mine quick. is Inception. Inception's a really good movie as well. Yes. Inception is one Matrix of my favorites. Is another really good one. That one fucks with your head. Really? Matrix is good too. Come see, come saw. Come see, come saw. Uh, the other guys. Glorious Bastards is one of my favorites. Glorious and, Bastards is good too. Glorious Bastards, yeah, that's a good one too. I I love The Godfather. Obviously, that's that's yeah. gotta be it. Um. I'm not going to go with my personal favorites because no one's going to agree with okay. them. But... Top three TV shows. Let's go. Okay. Seinfeld. The Simpsons. And Taxi. Comedies. Um, Sons of Anarchy. Ooh. Um, super bad. Wait. Yeah. Super bad. Show? Yeah. No, super breaking bad, sorry. <laughs> breaking bad. I was wondering what the hell like, you were talking about. Like, what show is that? Uh Breaking Bad. Yes. And then The Wire. The Wire is really good. Uh yeah. I'll probably just go with like friends, because like that's you can't really go wrong with that. Oh, really? Ah, dude, I you, fall asleep you, to that show every for single For me, day. the office for sure. The office is in there. Office, um, office is good, dude. Did you guys have you guys watched Superstore, The Wire, and New Girl? I love New Girl. Have you watched Superstore yet, watched Lewis? It. No, dude, watch it. It's The Office, dude, there, but way you, better. Listen, watch the the new movie on Netflix. It's called. It's like a movie where the guy pranks people, but like they don't know it's pranking, and it's like a. Trust me, I'm gonna text you guys. Yeah, text name. it what it is, but watch it's Superstore hilarious. on Netflix. I'm telling you, it's fucking hilarious. It's the okay. same writers as The Office. Top three show characters go. Joey right. from Friends, for sure. Um, Walter White from Super or Breaking Bad. Super bad. Super bad again. <laughs> and then, 
fuck another character eh Vinny you got any I'm not giving you any more. Mine is Omar from The Wire. If you guys ever watched The Wire, Omar from The Wire. Tony yeah, Soprano. Yeah, 100%. That's okay, two. Tony Soprano is the third one for sure for me. And hmm, I'd say I'll say Jax from Some of Anarchy. He was a good. That's character. a good one. All right, so I'm gonna say Kramer from Sign. No, not Kramer. George Costanza. Racist. <laughs> George Costanza from Seinfeld for sure. One of the best characters ever on TV. Um, Archie Bunker from All in the Family. <laughs> Another racist. Yeah. Actually, good. Al Bundy was a good one, too. And I, Al I was Bundy was say, great. Yeah. I was yeah. just going to say Al Bundy as well. Like, three of my favorite. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to, ca- it's like comedies, but desserts. Like so much. Three favorite desserts. Ooh. Um, cheese. Uh, Cookie dough cheesecake. Ooh, um, specific. Bradley. Desserts. Vin with the bow tied around his neck. That's a that's a snack. That's a snack. <laughs> um, cinnamon rolls, for sure. Ooh, cinnamon. Cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon. And then. Uh. So Amanda does this uh, this thing like it's like deep fried Oreos. Oh, dude, it's fire. Well, air fried Why Oreos. You... Dude, invite me over when she does this. COVID, stuff, like... COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. We had we had like a streak of of like three episodes where we were allowed to record, and then everybody just yeah, started making got, out with each other, out. and cases started going up. Yeah, so, we got we all got tested. Was it? I love tiramisu. That's one of my favorites. Tiramisu is good. That's a really good one. Cheesecake, like any cheesecake, like anything with cheesecake. Like, I don't care what you put on it. Cheesecake, it's in there. And, hmm. I would say the Portuguese, like, uh, nata. Nata, yeah. It's nata spastal. Nata spastais, yeah. Uh, Yeah, those are really good, actually. That's a really quality one. Fuck. So I'm going to go with uh, a cannoli, you know, nice, good cannoli. Mm. Old fashioned, you know, not, with nothing inside, no, no fruit, no nothing, just the ricotta cheese. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, that that one, key lime pie, is another one that I fucking love. I would actually get naked for key lime pie. Really? You get naked? Oh my! I'm sending God, key lime pie terrible. right now. I'm not a key lime pie. I guy, love but key yeah. lime pie. What about a I love cream pie. pie? Lemon meringue and key lime pie should be deleted from. No, key pies. lime pie is lit. Right? It Tastes is like lit. a Mr. Clean. No, Bro. it does. <laughs> Why don't you have your key lime pie? Go to Baton Rouge and have a, cle- uh, a key lime pie. Tasty. It's really good. Man. Fucking Mr. Clean. Hey, listen. Mr. Clean. Fucking Fuck. guy. I like okay. key lime. I like key lime. Okay. And. Fine. Uh, Fine. <laughs> what it is third third type of dessert uh zeppoli de san Antonio. so what's that it's just basically <laughs> happy you asked zeppoli, no zeppoli de san giuseppe sorry it's it's fried it's fried dough uh with a little bit of whipped cream inside it's like a donut it's an italian donut okay it's okay so donuts Zepp- tim hortons. okay no gotcha. no no. it's not it's, Zepp- it's all right boston cream from tim hortons right on 
Ford's gonna love you, man. <laughs> okay, top three cereals. Come on, boys. Tricks, Lucky Charms. What? And Count Chocula. If there's any other right. one, I'll fight Vincenzo, you. There's, go. there's no other three. Uh, Booberry. Booberry what? Booberry. Like, what it's bo- called. Is this guy's the one who? What's that? What, what was that thing? It's like the fruit cereal that people eat. It's like yeah. fruit with fucking it, water and shit. Yeah, Booberry crisp or some shit. No, it's blueberry. It's like a blueberry. It's it ha- comes out at Halloween. Who gives a shit? Uh, it's Boo-berry? like blueberry. Blueberry. Oh, okay, Boo-berry? so there's marshmallows and shit in there. Yeah. Okay, I respect. Um, it. you respect it. Okay, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, the other one is gonna be uh, fruity pebbles. Ooh, that's a good one. Solid. I mean, gotta respect the fruity pebbles. And number one for me, shit, I love cereal so much. This is a hard. Like honestly, Lewis, you did this on purpose, man, because this is like. <laughs> This really hits hits me in so many ways. I love all kinds of cereals. I'd say Captain Crunch is my favorite of all time. Captain Crunch, okay. It yeah. destroys your me, mind. It destroys my I'm mind. Gonna, I'm going to go with... But that's okay, what I like. I was thinking like more Canada, but like, yeah, Cocoa Pebbles I love. Cocoa Nesquik Pebbles cereal I love. And Reese's Pieces Puffs. Love them. Nesquik um, was really good before they went whole grain. And now I'm going to say, like, I'll give an honorable mention to just like some Frosted Flakes. Love them. No, Frosted Flakes, when like two minutes into the fucking cereal, there's no Frosted anymore. <laughs> and there's it's no all at the bottom. They're just soggy. <laughs> now it's just milk. soggy dick. Like, no But I eat it. so fast. I eat so fast. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Dude, didn't you, do a, didn't you make a cereal just like like cookies? Yeah, you tell us that. Yeah, cookies all the time. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You crush up Oreos, you throw some milk. Oh, the best. <laughs> um, okay, Serious? end it here. Top three fast food burgers. Oh. Okay. Top Can three. I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Wendy's. Then it's going to be the Whopper from Burger King. And then it's the Big Mac. Okay, but you said Wendy's. You didn't say <laughs> nothing from Wendy's. The Baconator. <laughs> okay. Uh, for me, it's the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger uh, from Wendy's, the Big Mac, and the Whopper. The JBC, boys. JBC only ketchup? Come on. Couple JBCs only ketchup butts. No, okay. JBCs are far. Sorry, boys. My computer's gonna die. And then, okay, there you go. Um, I'll probably go in order. The Whopper. As third, I will go. The. Mm, Big Mac second. Whoa. What's the top? And. Top for me. Actually, no, I messed that up. <laughs> I'll say Big Mac first, Whopper second, and third. I don't know, man, because you know I don't eat pork no more, so I'm messed. You know, it messed up my whole uh, rhythm well, now. What fucking burger is pork? Can... Well, no, there's burgers... a lot with like bacon, right? What, what has oh, bacon yeah. on it? <laughs> Dude, Jeff, Burgers <laughs> Priest. Did like, you try you... Burgers Priest? Yeah, but yeah, that's but like that's like, like a higher fast end fast food. That's like yeah. Uh, no, I really yeah. love Arby's to be honest, but we don't have them no more. But um, I hate Arby's. I'll just go. I like those new McChickens with the like the, the habanero spicy? McChickens. Yeah, yeah those I are good. Love them. So I'll put those in the third. Those are good. It. Okay, boys. You know what time it is? What time is it, Lewis? What time is it? Weekly, Weekly sports, sports picks. Pick. Weekly sports picks. Sports picked weekly by us. By us. Two weeks ago. Boys. <laughs> 
Round of applause. Round of applause. No, way. no chance. We all went Don't undefeated. Here we go. No. Yes. Yes. We are now. Last two week two weeks ago we went perfect. Perfect three and oh. Or six and oh. <laughs> but there was a six oh and one. Somebody got the score exactly right. Who is it? So I'll start with Vinny. Vinny, you took the Sunday game New Jersey against Pittsburgh four two. Pittsburgh won two one in OT. Sunday Tampa Bay, Florida, you picked Tampa Bay 3-2. Tampa won 5-3, bringing you to an overall record now of 5-9. and nine. Lewis, Sunday game, Vegas, you took L.A. over Vegas. That was a big pick, and they won 3-1. Ooh. And then you took Colorado over Minnesota 4-1. They won 6 nothing. Oh, so you got it. I got it. Oh. The... Saturday game, Pittsburgh, New Jersey. I took Pittsburgh 3 1, Pittsburgh 1 3 1. So that's where my one extra point comes from. And then the Saturday game again. Vic, mark it down. We must check. Yeah, we go ahead. Check. Go ahead. I'll go, go ahead. check. And then Saturday, New York Islanders in Philly. I took New York 4 1, Philly 1, uh, New York 1 6 1. So yeah. Um, he's not wrong he's not wrong okay we'll take it we'll take it boys I don't cheat like what the fuck we don't really fucking okay. like there's no fucking reason believe you there's no reason to cheat here boys let's figure it out fuck come on okay new picks okay who wants to go first Uh, you guys give me one each alright uh <laughs> Arizona Coyotes versus Anaheim Ducks, Friday, April 2nd. I'm going to take Anaheim uh, 4-1. That's my team. Anaheim, huh? Wow. Uh, You got one for Lewis or from Lewis, you got one for me, whatever. Yeah. So Devils on Friday against the Capitals. I got Washington 5-2. Okay. Then you want to give one to Lou? Sure. Uh, Saturday, April 3rd, Flyers versus Islanders. What do you got? I'll take Flyers 4-1. Okay, and Lewis, I will give you a Saturday game. I'll give you Chicago versus Nashville. That's a big, important game there. Chicago 6-2. Because, you know, Chicago's my squad. (laughs) Vinny's got Anaheim. I got Chicago. Yeah, Chicago and Anaheim. Anaheim. And then, Vinny, I'll give you a Sunday game. Uh, Columbus versus Florida. 
Uh, I'm going to take Florida three to two. Okay. Lewis, you got to give one of in. Said three okay, two, right? Vinny, let's see. Mm-hmm. I will give you Vinny on Saturday. Columbus. No, you did that right. Detroit versus Tampa. I'm gonna take Tampa. Uh, Ooh, are ya? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Detroit's gonna win hundred percent. Okay, we'll see. What was the score, Vinny? John Cooper, four one. John Cooper. He's gonna be chomping his gum like a champ. <laughs> So that was the Saturday game, Lou? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, we're Gucci. All right, boys. We're Gucci. It was a long one. Very so long one. I know I know next one next time I need to get a better cord because this mic, this cord is so sensitive it keeps disconnecting. It sucks. You gotta make sure it like snaps in. Bro, I don't I, something's wrong with it, but I'll I'll figure it out. And next time I will have a desk and a couple of jerseys in the background. Like Gibby. Yeah. You guys didn't even compliment the... I gotta uh, get it. Yeah, it's it really fresh. nice. You, you know what would be cool? Like, my, my virtual one, I should put, like, the Habs background. Like, their, their yeah. Uh, dressing room. Yeah, yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Next time. Figure it out, man. Figure it out. Yeah. Let's get it. All, All right, right boys. boys. It's been a doozy. It's been a doozy. See, See y'all later. later. <laughs> Bye, have a great time.